0: Are you delusional? Yes. Stay off the weed. You, you, something is wrong with you. All
1: right, welcome back to another episode of the Delusional Podcast. Today we have a very special guest today. It is the dirtiest basketball player I've ever played with. It is my agent. It is Jeff Ball, my very own father. Thanks for joining us today Jeff Ball. Um, we're going to get your we're going to get your insights today on some things all about the NBA um, since you know so much. So um, the fir- first thing I got to tell you especially as a doc is the breaking news of Zion Williamson. Did you hear what happened to him?
0: Yeah I heard he um, had some kind of a knee injury but I don't know to what extent it was so today and by the way i'm not I'm not a doc I've got to clarify that I'm not a doctor, so you can't push not. that on me. I just work in a health field <laughs>
1: um The breaking news with Zion is he tore his meniscus, so he is he just had surgery today and he's going to be out six to eight weeks. Um, I want to get your thoughts on Zion and the potential health problems that he could have moving forward,
0: especially with this meniscus tear? Well, that's a significant injury, uh, yeah. in my opinion. Um, it's definitely going to be, he's definitely going to be out six to eight weeks, and maybe even longer, depending what future MI, MRIs and inflammation in the knee look like. So that's a good portion of time that he's going to be out. Well,
1: and another big thing is this guy is about 6'6", maybe 6'7", and he's listed at 285 pounds. So I imagine that puts a bunch of stress on his knee. If I were the Pelicans, I would try and get him to cut as much weight as possible, maybe 30 pounds, just to get down to more of a playing weight so he doesn't put so much stress on his knees. Do you think that could be a big factor moving forward is his weight? Well, I think
0: it will be helpful but uh you know, it's going to be uh it's going to be hard to lose weight when you can't do much. You know, he can cut yeah. his cal, cal- he can cut his calories, but usually you want to try to increase your activity too. So, I mean, that's a good point. He might he might play a little better and less uh hammering on his joints when with uh, well, with him being a little bit lighter, but I don't know. It just depends on the person.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I, like you said, it probably wouldn't be this year. But after this season, you know, however many games he ends up playing, I think in the offseason they should make it a big priority to get him to lose some weight, if you ask me. Because I, I just think he's too big to be – or he's not tall enough to be playing at a weight of 285 pounds. I mean, he's, he's I think, the third heaviest player in the league, but he's not even in the top – like twenty five percent in terms of height. So I think I think if I were the Pelicans I'd get him next summer to lose as much weight as he can once he's healthy. If he is healthy by then, depending on what happens this season. So that's that's the big news with Zion. That's definitely gonna hurt him. It's gonna hurt the Pelicans for sure this season, who thought maybe they can push for the playoffs this year, but that could that could really
0: hurt them. So Well they got a lot of good stuff coming in from from Los Angeles, so you know, That's they might true. surprise you. They might
1: surprise That's you. That's true. And they, they play on opening night tomorrow. Um, they play against the Toronto Raptors. Um, so we will get to see the other guys besides Zion, the new acquisitions that the Pelicans have. Um, moving on to one of the teams you have been cheering for for the last few years is San Antonio Spurs. Um, they actually just extended their point guard today. Today was the deadline for a lot of young players to extend their contracts, and they agreed on a four-year, $64 million extension with DeJounte Murray. Um, what, do you, what do you know about Murray, or what are you excited about Murray for this season? Because we didn't get to see him last year at all. Um, so what, what, what do you think he'll bring to the Spurs this
0: year? <clears throat> Well, you know what? I never really even saw him play much the year before, I, or I wasn't really tuned in to what was going on at that time. So he's kind of new to me, actually. I just um, can only think about things that uh, I hear, like like he's pretty sound as a guard he, or a point guard, right? He's not the shooting guard. He's a point guard. Yeah, point guard. And, and uh, yeah, I think he's a, a two-way player and uh popovich, popovich seems to have a lot of uh um upside with him uh, t- talking about this player so i think he's going to be i think it's good i think they needed to do it because uh hopefully he can stay healthy and he won't re-injure
1: yeah no that's that's for sure he so he's a guy that is going to be one of the better defenders in the league he's definitely all nba type um, defender. Um, he could easily make an all NBA first defensive team. He's a really good guard there. He doesn't need to improve on offense, but I think he can help the Spurs push the tempo a little bit, maybe take a little pressure off of DeRozan and Aldridge. So he, he's going to be big. But what's big is a lot of people were wondering if the Spurs were even going to extend him, period, because he's had these injury issues. And now that they've extended him, they've locked up their young guard for if he stays healthy, that could be a really, really good deal at about sixteen million dollars a year, which at the market right now that's gonna be a really good deal. So um staying with the Spurs, what do you what do you expect from them this year? What what are you looking at for the Spurs? What do you think their ceiling is? Do you think they can contend?
0: What are you looking forward to in your San Antonio Spurs? Well I think that they're gonna be a top contender in the West. I think that uh you know they've got they've got they picked up a couple of nice players and uh, i expect them to be really really good this year so you know they're in
1: they're in a tough western conference which makes it tough but i'm i'm right there with you i think a lot of people would count us as crazy maybe and thinking that they could legitimately win but i really i really think they do i don't
0: see why they couldn't yeah um i'm expecting big things from them I'm expecting, I like this, uh, I like that Brian White a lot. Is that his name, Brian White? Derek White, yeah, Derek, Derek White. Derek White, yeah. I'm expecting big things out of him because I think he's a great ball player. And
1: uh, DeRozan,
0: I think he's probably only going to have his good or better year than he did last year. Yeah. Um, they're going to need Poto to really uh, pull his weight in the the number five position. Um, but I think they can do it. I think with their their base, and plus, look who they uh, got as their new assistant coach, ah, to, Timmy Duncan. To work, yeah, to work with those uh fours and fives. I mean, the element yeah. may really be able to you know be an asset there. Yeah, I you know I'm with you, and White got some
1: good experience in the uh in the FIBA World Championships this year. So you're right. I think he could make a big impact. He may even end up starting at the two spot for them this season. Um, so so <clears throat> he could he could make some noise this year, <clears throat> and so could the Spurs. Um, now another team I think you're going to be rooting for too. Now you like to I know you kind of like to uh, you know go with whoever's winning, and th- that's okay. Um, being a bandwagon fan a little, little bit, but. <laughs> But the Utah Jazz are really going to be something this year. Um, and later on in this episode, I'll be previewing the Utah Jazz. But I want to get your thoughts on the Jazz and what, how good you, you think that they will be now that they've added a few pieces to them. And we've seen them play pretty well the last couple of years, but couldn't quite get over the hump.
0: What do you expect from the Utah Jazz? Well, there's, been, there's a lot of hype about the Jazz, but uh, they've got a lot of proven to do. Yeah. You know they didn't have the best uh, you know, preseason, and um, I know they're still trying to work out, you know, their players and and whatnot. But you know, and they they got a big they got a big challenge ahead of them. They brought in a lot of players, and I think they've got a good coach. But you know, we got to make sure that these guys gel and know their positions and are willing to, you know. The key with these guys is going to be Joey Ingles coming off the bench. And And I think that's a good spot for him.
1: Joey Ingles, you're you're exactly right. And he actually just signed an extension today as well. It was only a one-year extension, but now they have Ingles for this season and the next two seasons after this season. Um, And with this Bogdanovich signing, you're right. I think he's going to come off the bench and be a good spot for him. But they're going to have problems rebounding, I think. Um, their defense is not going to be quite as good as it was last year. How, how high do you think they can go? How far do you think they can go this season? Do you think they could win the championship or do you think they're going to fall short?
0: No, I, I don't think they're going to win it. I, I think they, uh, you know, if they can keep this group together and they can, um, you know, mesh well. They might have a shot here in another year or two, but I, I don't think this is going to be their year. They got too much thing, too much to work through. and taking the Utah Jazz from where they've been up to that, you know, championship game is that's a I think that's a big stretch. All right,
1: well, all you Jazz fans, I'm not going to give you my dad's address so that you can no. come <laughs> bring, bring an angry mob with, uh, yeah, know, pitchforks
0: and no, things I like that. No, I want them to do good. I'd love to see them do good, but I just I just think that. You know, they've got a lot of things to work out.
1: Yeah, I, I'm – earlier in the preseason, after the offseason, they were my pick for a while actually to win the championship. But after seeing this preseason – it is preseason, but I'm starting to lean towards more your way that I don't know if these guys have quite enough. And I think they're – like I said, their defense has gotten – has taken a little bit of a step back. And also their re- – I think their rebounding is going to be a big, big problem for them. When they face a team, if they face a team like the Lakers, I think the Lakers will pound them just because they're so much bigger. And that could be a problem for the Jazz going down the stretch this season. So, well, if the when Jazz, you look at. Yeah, go, go ahead.
0: When you look at teams like the Spurs, the Nuggets, the yeah. Trailblazers, you know, the, it's going to be tough. It is. To, the West a, is going
1: to be so hard.
0: It's exciting, though. It's going to be fun.
1: So if the Jazz are not your pick, I do want to get your picks for each conference. Who is going to meet in the finals this year? Who are your finals picks? And then who will win the title this year?
0: Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Denver coming out of the West. Oh. Yeah. The big Sanders just – the Big center's just too versatile and good. Plus they got uh they got uh the OKC's uh young
1: classy forward,
0: yeah. Which he's only gonna be a plus for them. I'm gonna I I'm gonna look for Denver coming out of the West and I'm gonna uh look for the Celtics. Wow coming out of the East. Yeah. Wow,
1: you were you are rising above everyone else and getting some hot takes.
0: Yeah, this, this uh, Celtics team, I think they're going to be uh, jill and be better than uh, most critics are saying. Huh, okay.
1: The problem is, and you mentioned this, this issue to me after the offseason, you don't think that their interior defense is going to be a problem?
0: Well... They're gonna trade for um, Adams, man. Okay, so you stole my thunder there.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: No pun intended. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: Exactly. You stole my thunder, guy. Um, No, I, I think I, I am totally with you. And I think the Celtics will. I think partway through the season, they're not gonna be right at where they need to be. Like they'll still be good, but they may be. Sitting fourth or fifth in the East, and they'll think we need to make a move. And I think that move could be Steven Adams, and I think they're going to try and grab him from OKC. And if they do, then that's when I would think the Celtics could legitimately win the Eastern Conference. If they don't, I'm telling you, they're not going to win it. I just don't think they can match up with Philly or, or Milwaukee. But if they nab Steven Adams, you very well could be right, and the Celtics very well could win the
0: Eastern Conference. Well, they should have traded Brown for Savonis. Well, in my Brown opinion. And
1: Sabonis, Brown and Sabonis both just signed extensions
0: today. Well, Sabonis, did they re-sign him? And
1: they did. They gave Sabonis four years, about seventy-five-ish million dollars. Um, so they re-signed him. They're planning on him starting at the four in Indiana. And then the Celtics just gave Jalen Brown four years and one hundred and fifteen million dollars, which I think is an overpay for him, but. They seem to like him. Danny Yane seems to really have a lot of faith in him, I guess. And we'll see. But Brown might be one of the guys that you may see possibly in trade discussions at the deadline if he's eligible for that. I'd have to look into that a little bit more. But that that could be really interesting if if Jalen Brown's one of the guys that maybe they sign him to move him. But they seem to have some faith in him. So I think they're going to hold on to him. And maybe maybe they're moving Hayward for Adams maybe they're going to do that and get off of Hayward's contract and bring in a big
0: man i don't know well i'd keep if we if we can get uh uh Howard what's his name Hayward Gordon <laughs> Gordon Hayward yeah. you know if he if he can stay healthy i would much rather keep him over brown i i
1: I think Jalen Brown doesn't have the upside. That a lot of people think he does. So I I would probably agree with you there. And I think last season, Hayward was you know coming off his injury. So I don't think he was fully in shape. I, when I watched him, he looked a little bit overweight to me in terms of the way he plays. And I don't think he was as quick. But I, I think if he comes back in better shape this year, you could see Gordon Hayward have a really good year. So I agree with you. I just don't know if, if he will come back that way. And if he doesn't, then I, he could be the guy that they move and... He, he, is, he would be really important to them. If he can get back to the way he was playing in in Utah, then the Celtics still could be a threat even without Steven Adams because Hayward was playing at an all-star level. So we'll have to see what happens there. The Nuggets and Celtics, though, you have beaten in the finals. Who wins that series? Uh, the Nuggets.
0: Wow. They're just going to be too good this year. All this talk about Anthony Davis at L.A., I mean, that's a big – that's definitely big, but you know, I don't know if he, besides a little bit more vers- versatility, I don't really know if he's got much more uh, over the big guy with the Denver Nuggets. Wow. wow. I mean, he's definitely a little bit, he's definitely more athletic, but when it comes to passing and being a sound post player, setting screens and being soft around the basket, the guy's got it all.
1: Offensively, he does, but if I'm comparing Anthony Davis and Jokic defensively, Anthony Davis, I think, is head and shoulders above Jokic. And I think offensively, they're fairly close because Anthony Davis can shoot. He can drive. He's, big, he's athletic. So I, I'd still take Davis, but I, I do love Jokic. I'm just – I mean, I think you got to take defensively too. Jokic isn't as good of a defender as Anthony Davis. He's not as versatile. He can't guard all five positions like Davis can
0: yeah well he's got he's got a big body
1: he does and uh ma-
0: does. and maybe yeah. with maybe he won't may, you know he might not have to do as much you know with yeah. grant down there and some of these other players are helping him out he might not have to be he might not have to be that kind of a player
1: yeah i think i think the nuggets are one one piece away now he, here's what i was thinking might happen and now this, this isn't going to happen, but before Bradley Beal signed his extension, I thought that what the Nuggets were going to do was trade for Bradley Beal at the trade deadline. And at that point, that's when I would have said, I think the Nuggets could really win it. And I still think they can. I just wouldn't pick them. But it'd be hard for me not to pick them if they nab Beal. Now they can't because Beal just signed his extension, so he's off the market for this season. I just think they're one piece away, man. I don't know if I trust Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray just signed a massive contract extension this offseason as well. I don't know if I trust him enough yet as the second guy. I mean, I don't, see, I don't see them having a second dude. I think they need that second guy, and I don't see Murray being that guy. I don't see Gary Harris being that guy. I don't see Paul Millsap being that guy as he's getting older. I think they need one more bona fide scorer, and maybe maybe one of those guys does emerge as that player, but I, I think that's a problem, don't you? Not having that second guy?
0: No, I'm not gonna go with these two star teams. Used to be three star now, and it's two star. I'm gonna take some significantly good ball players, and you know, like the Spurs have done for years, you know, yeah. and just try to try to do it, try to do it with the uh, the team chemistry versus the super, the super superstars. Well.
1: You definitely have an argument chemistry-wise because essentially the Nuggets are bringing back the same exact team, but adding Jeremy Grant, who I think is a huge piece. So you very well might be right there. Um, I just I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that simply because of I think they need one more go-to guy in terms of scoring in the postseason. I think it came to bite them in the butt when they played. Portland in that seven-game series, I think over that seven games, Portland had that second guy in McCollum who made some big shots and big plays. I think they're going to need it. I think especially if they get matched up against a team like the Clippers, the Clippers are just so good defensively, I think you need another guy to score. And I don't think they're going to have that guy. So I, I see your chemistry argument, and you definitely have that with both the Celtics and the Nuggets. But I, I don't know if I'm going to agree with you there, mate. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, I'm excited about this season. Um, Portland's gonna be good too. I mean, they got their big center back, yeah. and that guy's a tough big guy too.
1: Yeah, Nurkic is gonna be good. When he comes back, the Blazers are definitely a contender. You're you're absolutely right there. Um well, all right, let's let's finish it off with any any last um insights you have to this season. What are you exciting in excited about watching um maybe who are some other teams or players that you will personally be tuning into this season?
0: Well I'll be uh keeping a close eye on the east side as well. Um you know the Sixers you know they're they're really good. The Bucks, you know, I think they're ever as bit as good as uh, the Sixers are. And uh, you know I would pick them as second coming out of the east. The Bucks or the Sixers? The um the Bucks. Okay. I'd pick them as second. So I'd still got the Celtics, the uh Bucks, the 76 Sixers. And um, I don't really know. I think the Raptors, I'm they've got a great <laughs> coach. Yeah. Raptors have a great coach. We saw that. It wasn't all Kawhi Leonard last year. That's that's for sure. You know what I mean? That coach, he uh he's a good coach and I I think he gets those players ready and I think they wanted to play. So, I wouldn't count them out. You know. Yeah. But um Siakam, didn't he get him a new extension?
1: Oh boy, did he. He got he got a ton of money 4 years 130 million dollars that's the max that they could give him he just got paid big time and i i'm i'm still on the side that i got to see another year from him if well it might... i i'm not sold on him yet
0: well that might be a lot of pressure on him now you know well
1: he's he's going to be their go-to guy i mean they've got Lowry who i'm sure they'll turn to at sometimes but they're planning on Pascal Siakam being the guy moving forward, it, he's got to be scoring over 20 points a game for this team to have a chance. And he might. He might. I, I might be absolutely wrong on him, but I'm not sold on him yet. He had a really good season last season. But to pay him the max dollars and expect him to lead this team right now, I, I don't trust yeah. him yet. I just don't.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I, uh, that's a lot, a lot to, for him to do. It it's is. A lot for him and, to do
1: and i don't blame them i mean you got to take your money and if you're the raptors you kind of don't have a choice because you're going to be losing a bunch of guys next off season and Lowry's only under contract for this year and one more year and what what i think they're doing is they're they're looking to the 2021 free agency where they can maybe see if they can get someone to pair with pascal siakam and make someone else the number one guy and siakam the number two guy but until then i don't I, I'm with you. I think the Raptors are still gonna be good. People overlook them and think they're just gonna fall
0: off because Kawhi's gone, but they're still gonna be good. Yeah, they got a they got a good they got a good big man, they got a good coach. And then they got yeah. those two uh those two uh guards that you know really really showed up during the playoff. I mean that yeah. Yeah. Wowry still he did a good
1: great. bench player. He's always Lowry.
0: Yeah. And what's the other guy's guard's name that came in? Van Vleet. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he, he did excellent. He's a he scrappy player. He's he's right on the ball and and uh he, he did it he played excellent. He he really did. And they're still they've still got some depth.
1: Um, so they're still going to be a decent team in the East. But I think you're, I think it's, it's got to be Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Boston in the Eastern Conference. And, and then, okay, I do want to finish with one more thing. Um, you know how I like listening to Colin Cowherd, um, but he kind of says some outrageous stuff sometimes. So I do want to get your thoughts on what I told you the other day. And this is, this is the delusional take of the day. We always in our episodes bring out a delusional take. And the delusional take today is the fact that Colin Cowherd has the Rockets missing the playoffs. What do you say to that?
0: He has the Rockets missing the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I think the I think the Rockets are going to be in the playoffs. So even if they didn't, I mean, they'd be in the playoffs even if they didn't probably have Westbrook. They still make the exactly. playoffs. Exactly. Harden himself could lead them. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't think that they're gonna, by any means, any means, be the, the team out of the West. I think they're just. I think they're gonna make the playoffs, but I don't think they're gonna. I think both LA, both the LA teams can, and uh, and uh, Denver, and maybe even Seattle can beat them. I mean, not Seattle, but Portland. Portland, yeah. Plus the Spurs. Yeah, you know, the Spurs are going to make some noise.
1: Spurs are going to make some noise. You heard it
0: here first.
1: Um, Westbrook and Harden, do you think they're going to work?
0: Oh, I don't know. Westbrook can settle down a little bit, maybe. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, yeah, I love his so energy.
0: Much, I I love his energy. There's no question about that. I like his fight, and, but... You know, if they can work with him on channel on that and, you know, then maybe they can do some good things there together.
1: Yeah, we'll have to see. It's it's going to be a fun season for sure. Um, we're excited. And, uh, well, thank you for joining us today. Um, we're we're happy to get your insights and your knowledge and your, your hot takes. See, that, that's why I brought you on is to get the hot takes <laughs> that the Celtics and Nuggets Yeah,
0: well, I gave miles. you a couple that's of hot takes point. today. I gave, I gave you a couple of things that got you thinking. You did. You and, know. Hey, that's, that's what we love, man. We love that. Hey, just one other thing. Don't underestimate the Celtics, those, that, that new uh, freshman um, team coming in. And the human fly swatter will be in there at the end of the <laughs> year. To uh, Taco... Taco will be in there at the end of the year to put some pressure on uh, the 76 Sixers and the uh, Milwaukee Bucks big man.
1: Well, and they also may have got the steal of the draft in Carson Edwards. I mean, that dude can really oh, shoot Oh man, the ball.
0: yeah, I think he hit like eight eight threes the other night in one of their games. In a quarter. In yeah, a quarter. Yeah, well, he's a he's a confident player, and he's going to need to have that. He is. I, I think that's,
1: that's the biggest thing about him. I think he's got the confidence. I mean, he's not just coming in and shooting because he can. I think he's confident that he can, he can really play. And I think he could, he could be a decent backup for them. And we'll, we'll see about Taco Fall. He's going to play most of his minutes in the G League this year. But we'll see if he can pan out and get some minutes and block a few shots for the Celtics. We'll see. All right. Well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, we appreciate it, and uh, maybe we'll have you on again. Um, yeah, and, let me
0: uh, – uh, I need to get familiar with the name so I don't have to start asking, well, that player from here or that player from there. <laughs> no, we, we appreciate
1: it. You brought a fresh perspective, and uh, Nuggets over Celtics. That's what yeah, you got. So I, not,
0: I think, think can't you can't overlook the Denver. You can't overlook them. Thanks.
1: Right. Yep. And uh, that concludes our uh, interview with Jeff Ball, the dirtiest player to play in basketball. Gave me a couple of Sharpest elbow
0: in Meridian. Sharpest elbows Sharp. in
1: Meridian. I'd I, I maybe argue in, in the entire world. Um, but
0: <laughs> well, right. those elbows I used to give you, you had it coming.
1: <laughs> I'm sure I did. Well, thanks. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you later on maybe another episode.
0: Yeah, I imagine your fans will want me back. (laughs) I'm sure they will. Yeah, all right. Later.